<laughs> this is not gonna work. Do you know this riff, Jake? Oh yeah, I know that riff. That's a great riff. It's from Ruben. Wow, who's Ruben? Well, that's what we're gonna talk about today. There is a song by Ruben about Christmas. Oh yeah. Anyway, so how's it going, guys? My name is Jake. My, my name is Jake Dragish, and I'm taking over this little podcast thing because we're going to be talking about things that I guess Philip isn't really that interested in because it's bands and well, one band in specific and music we've listened to in recent years. I'm with my good cousin Tim Myerski. Hi. And maybe if you if you no. listen to maybe the last episode. He might have. He might have been introduced to the man himself while we talked about The Hobbit. What a wonderful film that was! The Desolation of Smaug or Schmaug or Smog. Like, no one knows anymore how it's pronounced. For the second time, guys, you're amazing. The Humpin. Yeah, Humpin's amazing because isn't the story about Humpin uh, that I think so, it's the Danish translation, right? The Danish? No, Danish is it? I think it's maybe Swedish. A Swedish translation. Yes, I think the translator from Sweden decided to kind of translate Hobbits into Swedish in his own way and he didn't consult Tolkien and he just said I'll put Humpen and then it was published and Tolkien said what's this I never approved of Humpen wait wait Humpen means Hobbit right yeah Humpen anyway so what's going on we are going to talk about specifically today music music is good music is great and we're done. That's this it. is the greatest podcast. Podcast. It's a good podcast. Podcast. <laughs> so basically, we want to talk about in recent times, namely approximately one month ago, a man by the name of Jamie Lenman released a solo album on a label. On a label. Yeah, amazing, right? Anyway, uh, yeah. So Jamie Lenman is a person from the UK. Yep, that's correct. From a band that is no more. Not the band No, no More under the name No More, <laughs> no. which is No More as well, but a name called. Ruben. 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 A great Ruben. band that I have discovered. That's uh, true, you discovered. Well, well, we'll talk about that, but I was going to say that Ruben, first of all, we have to point out that I think not many people know about Ruben. I would say that most people who know about Ruben are probably from the UK. I feel like Ruben never really got recognition, probably so much outside of uh, the United Kingdom. Maybe, maybe in some parts of Europe. I think that in Germany, maybe they some people listen to Ruben. When they were in tour with that other but band. I feel like, but let's but, yeah. say, for example, in the States, I know that virtually no one, no one has heard of Ruben. That's true. The States are quite Ruben-less. Not knowingness. Ruben-less. Also, if you're coming from Phil's friends, you most likely do not know this band. We're not trying to be hipsters. No, no, no. No, it's, but, not, it's um, not like we heard of them. We're so amazing. If no. you want to listen to this, Crapola, then go ahead. Go on the YouTubes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think right generally, if you, if you like listening to music, if you're a musician, um, but yeah, they should at least listen to a little bit of Ruben before this. Like, well, I mean, like pause it. Yeah, I mean, you could go do that. Some sure. Ruben. Yeah, maybe like go, you know, type in. You just say YouTube, right? Yeah, Ru- check out. Uh, I don't know, Deadly Lethal Assassin. Might, yeah, that's might like, be a good like intro. from the older stuff. Uh, maybe uh, keep it to yourself. Might be keep a good it to track. yourself, and even older. What is accessible. that? I mean, it depends. I mean, obviously, what is that you know, song? We don't let's know stop hanging out. What is that called? Um, yeah, let's stop hanging out. That's the name of the called, yeah. <laughs> Great. That's a, amazing. I guess you could start there, you know, but it all depends on your musical taste. It doesn't mean that just because the song might be more accessible that you might, you know, like it more. Um, so anyway, yeah, Ruben, I think that for me, it always felt like Ruben never got the popularity they deserved. I mean, that's a, you can say that about a lot of bands, right? Yeah. The funny thing is, I didn't think they are not popular. I didn't know anything about them because I saw... 
videos of them on YouTube that were taken from MTV, and you had yeah. uh, what's that guy's name? Zach something. He uh, was no, like, no, his name was. Um, uh, so so he, he was like you know pushing them and everything. I thought they were really popular because they made sort of Zane Low. Zane Low. There we go. That That's dirty. his name. Zane Low. Yeah, yeah. He kind of helped promote them a bit. He did always like MTV and worked for MTV. So I thought they were popular. You know, they got. Pfft, Pretty rocky, sort of poppy kind of songs and stuff like that. I thought, you know, it's like a Nirvana kind of thing. I thought, you when know, you first, well, okay, for so you first heard of them basically in 2008. 2008, it was YouTube. You were living f- in Belfast. Yeah, yeah. The YouTube featured their Ninja Assassin video. Right. And I found that and it was cool. So and this then, must have been, this is before they broke up. This is like, this is summer I left Belfast right? and I discovered it on Christmas and oh. then I left. I think it was something like that. Well, if it was 2008, though. They already they already broke up by twenty oh eight. It was two, no, that was two thousand seven. Oh, really? So, so you heard it when they actually released? Yeah, yep, yep. Because I mean, that was featured on YouTube, their yeah. third album, right? And then I went back to Serbia and I found maybe a couple of videos from them, mm-hmm. like uh, "Keep It to Yourself" and stuff like that. And I didn't have right. the albums because well, albums. They were kind of yeah. Albums. Well, the albums are pretty hard to find. They, That's they're their pretty, problem. Even though they complain that people pirated them, I could not find these things anywhere. I think, to be honest, I'm not even sure if they're on iTunes. I don't think they are. I couldn't find them anywhere. Anyway, uh, then uh, when I came back. I got the final albums, and I was really excited to see them well, live. Well, no, you got, album, you got the albums from a friend, right, in Belfast. That's how I got them, because I, I asked him, like, do you maybe know the band? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, like, everyone knew it. Like, anyone asked, yeah. even metalheads, punk rockers, anyone. I was well, like, yeah, Ruben's a good band, it's, because it's, they toured a lot of Belfast. Uh, it's true, but they toured a lot in the UK in general, right? Uh, and it's interesting, yeah. because of the few people I know from the UK, which is, you know, a handful of people, I think every time I've mentioned Ruben to someone, they've heard of them, even though they're not, yeah. you know, maybe not really into music, you know, specifically. Yeah, yeah. Might, so uh, at that listeners. point, I think I gave like the music to you, some links, you checked it out, you dig what it is, and I was like really excited to see him live, and well, then no, they broke up. This is interesting though. Well, that's true. After yeah, the Christmas thing. And I actually found out about them pretty much, I don't know, a couple months after they broke up. I think that's when you showed me. Yeah, yeah. That, that was when I got back and I got the albums and I was like, these are actually pretty good. And even like, yeah. you know, besides the little music videos, holy crap, my computer is fanning in the background. <sighs> what are you doing, Phil? He's like Crap. normal online. Why is my computer doing such a Because your computer hates you. Your computer's going to die. All right. And what I wanted to it's say fine, was it's that... Fine. It's fine. It's just like, why the hell is it doing that? that anyway. in 2008, when you showed me, I think you probably sent me, I'm pretty sure, again, it was Deadly Lethal. That was pretty much the, the music video you showed probably, me. Yeah. And I was going, oh, okay, I guess. They, they sound all right. I don't know. It sounds kind of like, I don't know, pop rock or something like that, something in that vein. And uh, then you kind of link me to some other songs, and I was thinking, eh, these kinds of kind of weird. I don't know. They seem maybe kind of emo or that. something. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. Yeah, I thought that maybe something like emo or something. And I was thinking, uh, the other songs are doing with some screaming. I was thinking that that doesn't sound very interesting. And I was thinking, well, you know, they're good, but not the screaming songs. More like keep it to yourself. That's good. That's a good room. The poppy stuff. Okay. Yeah. And then only later I, I kind of realized that you know, I think it's really good music. I mean, it turns out to be. One of my favorite bands. So yeah, like at this point, um, when they broke up, I, at that point I didn't know anything about the band. Who's in it? Nothing. You know, just saw the video, music videos. Yeah, and I didn't knew really the song. Read up so on once they either. broke up, I was like, "What? Why did they break up? Like, what happened?" And then we started checking them up and watching their documentaries. And there was a whole series on YouTube of them making the last album. Oh yeah, that's awesome. really cool. The vlogs, right? Yeah, the vlogs. And uh, basically, which one is it? Vlogs or vlogs? I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe it's both. Did I start watching the vlogs too, or no? Was it I just you? I think I watched them afterwards. I didn't. I didn't follow them. So in two thousand eight, that's when you got the albums, right? The three albums. Yeah, two thousand eight. And you listen to them a lot, or no? Uh, yes. The three albums I had them on my iPod for about a couple of months, nonstop. Really? 
Yeah, it was so really you, cool. So you started listening to all the stuff and you getting into it, right? And yeah, yeah. It was it was like it was really why, cool why sounding. Like it was like a good mixture of sort of like very pop sort of sing along melodies with good riffage, but it wasn't very new metal. It wasn't you know sort of cliche. And this is one of the few singers like writing as far as lyrics that are honest, right? Yeah, I that I can take it without you know my sort of. Your cringe meter. <laughs> My cringe meter going ding, 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 Hitting ding, the ding. peak. It's, it's like, you know, the dude's honest and he's a whinger, but it's like, you know, it's fine. Well, no, but I think that's what makes the music also so good is that yeah. the lyrics are coming from a place that is very honest and genuine. And it's not, I don't think he was trying to make, okay, well, this is all speculation. I don't know the man. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> we don't, we don't, we write a few interviews. That's, yeah, that's pretty much. It. And this is just based off of like some documentaries he watched. But I really get the impression that the band tried to be really transparent, and I think they tried to be really honest. And I mean, if you watch that documentary they did, right, in 2007... That's when we started realizing what's going on with that and band. And I think you kind of realize that, like, these guys are, you know, this isn't perfect. I mean, like, the situation they were in, and being, being, a, being a band, being a band is really hard. So it's pretty much, at this point, they're about, what, seven, eight years into the band... Right. This is they so, got singles on MTV playing, right? That's the thing that's, that's amazing. And they're working normal day jobs. The drummer's working in an electro shop. Yeah. At least you just may get your appliances, right? Yeah, some kind of appliance store. The main singer, writer, the guy who writes all the music, yeah, he works in a chippy shop. Yeah. Well, it worked. Well, this is your, your Well, this is a point when they yeah, broke the point, up, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then I don't even know what the and bass guy then was doing. Guy, I think, no, Guy's drummer, then John, I think. Where, I don't know where they Again, like at Sainsbury's or something, like one of those. Yeah. Stores. And it was like. To me, you know, because you know local bands, and you know they're not big, so with them having day jobs is kind of normal. But it was mm-hmm. like a big shock. Like what? these guys, like these, they have the songs and they're working these day jobs, and it was like weird. So, well, I think the biggest problem with in terms of success, I mean, it depends how you define success, obviously. But I think that in terms of the music we made, I think it was almost it was almost too creative in a sense. I think that's kind of one of the reasons why they didn't. Go farther. In terms I don't of know, people man. Listening. It wasn't because, that too creative no, to me. Like, okay, as my, far as in my scope. opinion, was in my okay. opinion was. I think that it had a really interesting blend. They didn't define themselves in a specific way, like we're metal or we're this or we're that. I know a lot of bands don't do that. I'm not saying bands go, we're going to play metal music, but I'm saying that they combine a lot of elements, and I'm not sure that those elements meshed for a lot of people in general. I know, but like I think uh, to me, it kind of feels the opposite. They weren't doing the popular thing to do. At the is time. to choose a specific genre and just go. Well, so what you said, yeah. but but they went more of a, I don't know, like the like the first two albums, they're kind of way poppy for me. I think really, yeah, like the, just it's very accessible. I think for anyone, which is good because a lot. If, I if suppose it, I, I gave know, it I mean, the gave the album to a lot of people who are from different you know genres they like to listen yeah. to, and each one of them like it. Like this is actually good. Which was weird to me because I thought if a lot of people heard it, I think sixty percent of people would like it. Here he goes with percentages. Sixty percent. Sixty-one percent. Sixty-one percent. It's Christopher Lloyd in the background. That's amazing. Who's he meeting? Yeah. Wow, we know that guy. Oh, you know that guy. That's wow. cool. Anyway, so yes, yeah, so that's what you think. You think that people would like it? I think if more people would, especially in America, I think a lot of people would like it. Actually, it's possible. I don't know. I mean, this is all complete speculation. Yeah. I don't even know. But if anyway, it's that important. Uh, um, a little bit of history. So they were doing these jobs, and then their third album came out. And what they decided to do was, instead of a label releasing their last album, which was actually what you said, experimental, much more experimental. It was it was a lot less poppy. What they decided to get their money together, a certain amount of money that their a label would be. Uh, well, this is the interesting part, though. From what I heard, is that they went 
to every label they knew, and none of them wanted to sign. No, no, none no of them they do. They them. did. They did. No, no, because they had the label already. They had extra the mile, yeah, extra mile. But they wanted a label who would invest more. Oh, that and, was the story. Yeah, and each of them would go like, no, yeah, I know, but, well, but we're going to do this amount of money, and that's it. But no one else except Extra Mile. No, they wanted to do them, but they didn't want to invest more than oh, than what they were previously. And, getting and they were thinking, okay, we can take a loan. I don't know what or our savings, and have the right. exact same money as a label would do it, and we'll do it ourselves. Right, that was the idea. I remember that. that was their idea to do it, and they're going to self-release it on their label. They yeah. made a label, and yeah. I mean, it I, sounded really good. I mean, when I listened to it, I think the idea sounded. Yeah, because like, feasible, you know, it sounded made sense. I mean, I have no idea how it works in in the record industry, but I think that it seems like you have to be really, you have to be focused completely on a re- being a record label. And I don't think necessarily. I think there's very few bands that can be both a record label, and especially a band. if you're trying to achieve you know sort of a financial stability. You know, right. you need someone to take care of the business part because. At this point, managing a day job, managing a label, you have to do this. You have to contact every person. You right. have to do all this crap. I think that's why bands have managers. And managing your, your life, this was really hard. And I think about a year or two when they released this, nothing happened, you know? They were still yeah. stuck in the same thing. Well, I think that was the the biggest hit, I think, was in Nothing We Trust, the third album, was that today I think you can't even find it online to that's buy That's the thing. It. It's like, because their label is gone now. Yeah. It's not on Spotify. It's not on iTunes. It's nowhere. That album doesn't exist, which, which is weird because for us, it's their best album. I would say probably. I mean, I, I look at all the albums fairly equally in terms of I think that they're all very highly creative. I think there's a lot of great stuff in there. Um, but in terms of the third one, I think did definitely hit their peak. I think it's it, it's not so poppy. It's a bit more um, depressing. I think it, it, <laughs> it's not it depressing. It's a depressing. bit. Well, yeah, it's, it's a, I think it's even more honest. It, it's more a, brutally honest, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but I think that the spectrum widened a lot in terms of their sound. Not only their sound, but I think they're playing yeah. and they're going places in terms of um, you know the music, yeah. right? But I mean, we could we could sit here and speculate and analyze what yeah, happened. I mean, it's not really the, the but point. But if you look at like, okay, so they started off with another band for that point that were kids as them called Biffy Clyro. Or how really? do you say Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's how you They're say They were touring it. together, right? Right. If yeah. someone knows the proper term, please email at Phil... No, Phil, Lord Philmaster Phil, Lord, Lord, no, at no. gmail.com. Really? Lord Philmaster. Lord Philmaster at gmail.com. Lord Philmaster, one oh, word, at gmail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce oh, Biffy. Tim's ideas about this Lord Philmaster at gmail.com is just... He's gonna, every time we're going to talk to him, it's always going to be, send an email to Lord Philmaster. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce Biffy Clyro. So I think it's Biffy Clyro. Okay, so if it's Biffy Clyro, uh, but I think from what I remember, like that whole <laughs> that whole scene, because I have no clue what the scene was. But no, back what then I wanted to England. say, wait, wait, no shut idea. Up. <laughs> but there was stuff like Vex Red, remember, and uh, Hell Is for Heroes, and all those bands. Yeah, that yeah. was the whole their contemporary the whole scene. Even though I yeah. think that probably wasn't the scene. But I don't know. Like if you look at it, they were sort of similar shadow of genre, and they were from the same area, and they started touring together. I don't think none of them specifically chosen direction. I mean, yeah, Biffy Clyro kind of changed from that sort of teenage post-grunge kind of songs into a bit more indie-windy. Well, no, indie. Biffy Clyro completely went mainstream. But it, if you look at the progression, it, it's not like, oh, we're sold out at this point. It, it just sort of progresses slowly. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't listen to them. Like, I listen to the song. I, like, I listen to their music videos and their songs. And it, to me, it looks like they grew up, really. That's pretty much it. You know, it's not like a, it's not like Linkin Park change, you know? When yeah. One day... They went from okay. to yeah. you know like completely changed the outfit, change the guitars, no more Les Pauls, bringing the strats. Yeah, change the guitars, change the instruments, change the music, change the what how we wear our clothes, change everything. It was overnight. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of funny that these two bands completely different. Like 
Vivi Car is pretty popular right now, I think. I suppose I think they're definitely they got, they got more pretty, popular than they and were then, a long time you know, ago. Well, the Ruben, but anyway, oh bloody it's hell. back, it's back. <laughs> so uh, they broke up. They couldn't deal with it anymore. It wasn't you know fulfilling their lives, and they broke up. And this is what we point when discovered them. But I've been listening to them for a while. They just released that cool little album which had all the B sides. Yeah, in two thousand nine the they released the, this ultimate B side compilation called uh, "We Should Have Gone to University." Yeah, and I think it's like whew, like forty songs, forty something songs, like that. Some it was a lot of number. cool stuff. But it was really, really interesting because basically, it's a uh, kind of a deeper look into the history of the band in terms of a lot of the songs they never got to release, and plus, of course, the B sides. And then uh, Jamie Lehman, he's pretty much who wrote all the songs. I think we, I think it's safe to say. I mean, that, that's even, what even they if, said. Even if you watch the yeah, the yeah. documentary, I mean, he was definitely the, the head yeah. writer, and I think that yeah, Guy and John definitely had influence in terms of the music. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not, that, I'm not pushing them. No, from no, the I know. I'm, I'm just, just saying that basically was I think Jamie's music, but in this scope of being a band, if, and I think if that by that's, any chance, Jamie, you get to listen to this. Please don't blame us. We're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> yeah, we're we're, 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 we're just we're really big fans. So you know, we analyze this a lot because we like the band and we're sad it never worked out. So we yeah. talked about it a lot. So we have no idea. Like we can we can never know. You know what yeah. was going on with you guys, and we are not pretending to know. We're just talking about what what we do know from <laughs> from what you guys put out. And if you forgive it's just, us, it's just really interesting to if us. If you forgive us, please email at. So and then he uh, got a job. I think it was a guardian as illustrator. Well, I don't know. After, I, think, I think we're going a little too personal here. I'm just saying, like he didn't do any music. That's what I'm. Well, yeah, say. I think the he basic, didn't do any the basic music. thing that the gap was. Ruben stopped. And the funny thing was, I remember reading even like on the Facebook page and people saying, "Are you guys getting back together and things?" And you get the occasional email like, "Guys." Can you stop? It's done. You know yeah, what I mean? It was like completely done. We thought, okay, there will be no Ruben ever, ever, ever. Yeah, There yeah. were some few songs he released with their producer, Sean, which are pretty cool. And Right. And yeah. Very much side, well, but, side But we never thought things. anything. And then until, what, was a month ago? Well, there was always a speculation of like, you know, because I remember I read a couple of interviews and I think Jamie, you know, would often say, he would get the question of, will you, you know, will you ever play music again? He would say, well, I'll eventually release the songs that are, you know, whizzing in my head. Yeah. And that was kind of like, oh, really? That that sounds interesting. But I never expected, like, back then, maybe in 2009, I never would, would have thought, eh, two, one years. I always thought maybe five, six, seven years. You know, I, I had a really big kind of gap that I was thinking that it's going to take a little while. If mm-hmm. it ever gets released, it'll be way down the road. So I never even, you know, crossed my fingers. I just, whatever, whenever it comes out, cool. Because it sounded really interesting, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but basically this, it is true. So in 2013, this year, out of nowhere, like in November... Yeah, you get this email. Hey guys, you know, like I, I'm gonna release an album, and it's like, yep. what? Cool, you know, like that sounds pretty interesting, you know. Yeah, and there was a video they released, like two songs, right? Uh, yeah, so basically, pretty please. He keep, I don't know, do you write it and then get the band? Yeah, like from what, what, from what I heard, basically it was a two, it was an eighteen month, I believe, process altogether. Uh-huh. But it was, I think, quite a bit of time yeah. in terms of writing and recording it. But it was done completely on weekends and kind of free time so it was, it was not a thing of like a new band in a sense you know what i mean oh yeah so it, it was, was like project, gathering of stuff and then like deciding it to record it and release it yeah and i think yeah. you know jamming with the band and so on and so forth but i think that in general it was a project and not a new band it wasn't yeah. like i don't think i don't think it mr was, lenman is starting a new band yeah yeah so so it's an album it's called muscle memory 
It's yeah. released on their old label. That's so true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's okay. It's like, you know, whatever. That's cool, though, because now, you know, you can actually buy it. And you can find it. It's everywhere. It's yeah. good. Uh, so it came out, and it's like a two-side album. It's a divided. It has one. It's sort of heavy rock, kind of all screaming, all out there. It's completely the heavy Punching bit. The heavy balls, bit is kind of... of heavy music and then there's a second one which is like a sort of experimental going different directions jazzy sort of folk kind of thing all kind of mellow kind of down it's it's you know it's going everywhere so these yeah. are the two different aspects similar to the Foo Fighters record this is actually funny listen to this I'm listening to an interview with Jamie and he said that the idea kind of behind the album was the fact that Foo Fighters did release a double album and yeah. he said it was rubbish he said the ending. He said that it didn't turn out like he wanted it to in terms of the music being oh, okay. super heavy on one side and super light on the other side. I have to disagree. I like that album a lot. I think that that's a good album. It's not one of the best albums, but I like. I to wouldn't. Listen I mean, to the it. thing yeah. is, I wouldn't necessarily focus so much on the fact that it is a double album. To me, it just feels like a long album. A long album. I, I wouldn't necessarily say the focus is on. We're making this part really heavy and really rock and roll. Oh, yeah, yeah. The next part, light, super light It wasn't jazzy. meant to record each song for different factions. It's more like they recorded a bunch of songs and then split them up into factions. I'm not, Instead I don't of know going, about the history. Not, I don't know yeah, either, but, but it, that's what it seems like. Yeah, yeah. But I think, yeah, I think it's a good record. Okay, so what do you think of a Muscle Memory? Muscle Memory. Jake. Well, I think the most important thing to say is that it's definitely a completely different animal. I think that Muscle Memory... It's a tiger. Is... is <laughs> It's a lion as opposed to, I don't know, uh, a Your walrus. Walrus? No, no, I'm joking. No, no, no. I mean, I think that the album in general... <laughs> Phil's looking at a profile. Okay, yeah, continue, I know. I, I, think, I think it's a completely different animal. With Ruben, I have to say, one of my favorite parts about Ruben was the fact that they could... That Okay, I'm going to say Jamie again, but I'm going to say Ruben, the, the band, they, they incorporated elements that I found really good and something that I like to hear in music, which is heavy riffs, which is... Uh, you know, hard hitting drums, uh, thick bass. I, I, Are you Dave Grohl? Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> uh, no, uh, and if and it blends well because there is you know the aggressive part with screaming, right? And there's the really melodic part. But it's the underlying music is generally very heavy, and that's my favorite bit of Ruben. Um, and I think that in terms of with Muscle Memory, the idea was to split it, right? The idea was to split one half super aggressive, one half super mellow. And we're talking super aggressive, no singing allowed. Exactly. It was it essentially was no singing allowed. There is no singing there. And I think that the idea, it sounds cool theoretically, but I think that that's part of the charm, I think, of Ruben was that, was that blend. True. I mean, he, he could have done it deliberately to move away from anything Ruben. It's true. I mean, I don't know. But I'm saying, but obviously, I mean, this is his own thing. This is his, um, <clears throat> his expression. Creative, yeah, his expression, his creative cho- decision. Um, but in terms of you know, kind of what I like, I think the album doesn't even feel that strong as Ruben. And I know that that might be biased because I've been listening to Ruben for That's a exactly. long time. Exactly, and we, you know, a couple listens to this still. But yeah, yeah, and a couple listens to the record. But it feels more like a compilation of a lot of ideas, some good, some bad. And in terms of song structure, it doesn't feel so solid in terms of being memorable it doesn't necessarily feel so solid when you listen to a song from a to z it doesn't sound you know awesome to me to me from a to z it sounds like oh this is cool this bit mm, could have been a little better this bit over here uh, i see where it's going and you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. in that kind of sense so lost my train of thought right there yeah and then and then the, the second half i think is quite interesting because 
I can't think. What do, what do you think? What do you think about that? What do I think? Uh, well, well, the trouble is I'm still not into it. I've li- listened once, twice, maybe three times. All sort of very absentee. I don't know. It might be production of it that sort of drowns me out because I think that when we listened to the today, the third time, I finally started like recognizing the riffs and mm-hmm. sort of, you know, getting the groove of it. So far it was because the production of this one is very... It's a wasp and jar guitar. Yeah, wasp and jar. Yeah, it's, it's a very sort of muffly sort of I don't know. It's so strange kind of guitar, like so really strange. fat, like very opposite to what Ruben was. And maybe it's just stupid because I'm biased, like you. And you know, I was yeah. expecting the sort of similar idea. And then there's this sort of like pretend from '80s hardcore band. But kind but, of but the funny thing is, always that thing where where something has been there, established before, and established now, before, and it's been missing. You know, for you yeah. at least, for such a long time, you expect oh the magic bag. He's gonna grab something out of the magic bag, and yeah. it's gonna be so amazing. And the fact is that you know maybe it is, but like you know we're we're our perspective. I yeah. think is completely. But so like so I said, that's why I'm saying it's important, at least for me, to look at it at a completely different angle where. I don't want to compare this to Ruben yeah. because I don't think it is Ruben. But on the other hand, it's and like of course, and of course it's, it's the, the same stuff person, because it is. So you know, of like, course, you know it's the same guy, and I think that a lot of the stuff will come out because that's how it goes. You know, when you write music, it comes yeah. out of you. Um, I mean, I like the record. I think I think it's a cool record. I think I'm it's, not still it's not there yet. I think I'm it's still not there yet as liking it. I'm still giving it a chance. Right. I think it's like. At this point, like I said, I, I started to like the riffs and started mm-hmm. not paying attention to the production of it and getting the help. Uh, you know, the, the first part, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the groove of it now. Yeah. It's like you get over the fact that he's just screaming and it's like, it's okay, Jamie, you don't have to scream the entire... <laughs> because there's a point in one song, I think it's the fourth of the fifth song. I don't know, you can check what's it called. Yeah. I don't where remember, where I know it's sort of is a breakdown and there's one guitar playing. And, well, it and gets this, a bit, it's a quiet bit in the song. Yeah, quiet especially in this point, you would have probably in Ruben, you have Jamie go, na, 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 na. Da, 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 da. but now he keeps screaming and it's kind of like, it's okay, Jamie. I you think can it's, so, I know, in some sense, it's, it's pushing the idea to the extreme yeah. where it's not, necess- it's not necessary. And it's just because we're coming from this direction. I think if I would maybe discover it, it could be cool. So that's why I'm still giving it a yeah. chance. Maybe I'll, you know. But at the same time, we know that the idea behind the album is the split. And I think yeah. you have to yeah. take that in consideration. Yeah. So uh, first part, I'm starting to like the grooves and starting to like the riffs. And I'm getting hang of it. Lyrics, I don't know any of the lyrics yet. I don't know what it's thinking about. Right. I didn't look him up, and it's really screaming, so I don't know. Second bit, I'm still pretty, like, uh, distant towards it. it. To me, what I like about rock bands is when, when the guitar, drums, and the bass is the meat, and when any sort of flavor from different genres is just like the seasoning, you know? It just gives it a little bit of a spin. This okay. is going completely now. I'm going to take this big jazz the uh, genre yeah. and stick my song into it. That's how it feels. I'm, I'm not judging. Yeah, I know. I don't want to, you know... But this is funny, though. I don't want to say I this is to, bad. I'm just... Yeah. This is the feeling I got when I listened to it. It wasn't a great song that had sort of jazzy feel to it. It was a song written specific for it and it was his... His, um, you know, uh, Take journey it. going to these different yeah. directions. But I have to... I, have to I, I guess I kind of disagree with you in a sense because I think that what is so cool about this is that it's not a band anymore. And I think that because it's Jamie Lenman, I think that he has you know all the right to do whatever he wants. Well, he has all the right to yeah. do anything he I, wants, and I'm not going to judge not, him. For I know it. you're not saying yeah. that. I'm just saying that that I like the idea that that he can go you know any place, and the album is essentially him going to different places. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and I think that here there's absolutely no obligation for it to be 
it has to be in a, within a certain genre with other flavors. I think that this can be completely different flavors yeah. all over the place. You see what I'm saying? So like I said, I'm just, I'm still not, I'm not into the second part. I it's still, I have that feeling, you know, that like, mm, yeah. you know, he's trying that, but the dude is awesome. He's a really good songwriter and I'm still given a chance just to pass this level and, you know, I'm ready to like this song. Yeah, but for me, that's that's really for me. It's it's inspiring though to hear the songs because I think that it just goes to show that you don't need to do one specific genre if you're a musician. You can try all kinds of stuff, and it doesn't make you less of a musician if you decide to go. Oh, you know, I'll maybe try bluegrass over here, or I'll try something acoustic. Maybe I'll try a jazz song. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's really interesting. Okay, so besides uh, Mr. Lindman's uh, debut single, Man Album, what kind of records have you been listening to? Wait, no, we're to? not done. Are we done with the album? I, I wanted to say I don't know. Like, things. Do you have anything to say? Yeah, yeah, I wanted okay. to say this. I wanted to okay, say, you go ahead. I, I, I'm, just, you know, I'm still in the entry. Yeah, you're still in the entry. I think that the strangest thing for me was that being so used to the three Ruben records, and I have to say that they are probably one of my favorite produced records out there, they're really distinct in sound. I think all three of them are. Uh, in terms of the first one, that's probably the most, from the three at least, that's probably the most generic in terms of production. Not in a bad sense. Because, well, what, what do you mean? You sort of mean the sound of it or production, even arrangement and stuff like that? I'm talking just production. I'm not talking about music. I'm talking about production in terms of the sound, in terms of just sound, like tonality. Yeah, tonality. Okay, yeah, so I think that in terms of the three records, the first one is the most generic, but not at all in a bad sense, but in terms of that... It's it's punchy. The guitars mesh really well. The vocals are right in your face, and I think that it sounds you know really good. I don't know because when, when I hear a lot of other records, I sometimes hear a very over compressed sound, and it sounds flat. And I think the first record doesn't sound flat. I think there's space. There's good there, space. There's space, but it's also really in your face. Yes, I, yeah. I would compare it to the production of uh, around the fur from Deftones. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you're like right. Like the guitars are really full, but yes, it's everything full. has its space. It's it's not super compressible like Foo yeah. Fighters kind of deal. But it was very sort of like that. It's like it's like imagine Nirvana but less organic. It's like it's yeah, it's, it's, it's like a really it's it's But it's full. full. It has it's a lot full. of body, yeah. I think. And I really like that from the first record. In terms of the second record, it did take a different shift with music. It is simpler and I think the songs have a sense of simplicity where the structure is more of the traditional structure of the song. And I like that because it doesn't feel so heavy in a sense, not musically, but it doesn't feel like it's, you know, lugging around 16 tracks. You know, it feels like here's 11 oh, yeah, tracks. Yeah, the first, first one, because that was like a compilation, because they had a couple of demos before that. Right. So well, it was is, a bunch of songs. Since it was their debut official album, because there was like Pilot, you know, the Pilot EP, there was some other stuff before. And they were that. called something else. Angel. Before. They were Angel oh, before. Yes. And those are the, the, the demos they handed well, out. When they were trying like to figure out how to scream. Oh, man. Yeah, so, but in this, with the second album, the production. I like as well, in a different sense though, the instruments feel like they have their place, but I think that there's more division between them. I'm, I'm going to sound terrible It right sounds now. a little thinner. The album sounds in general thinner. I'm going to sound terrible right what? now, but in my head, first album, second album is one album for me. Really? I wouldn't able to, really? to distinct what's from what. I think they're very different. Uh, to me, it's like, they're very similar for some reason, and I think when I would listen to them, like all three of them together, mm-hmm. chronologically... But you'd probably notice the third one. The first one and the different. second album is like one, this long album for me, and then the third one comes in. Yeah. It, it sounds a lot different, especially from oh, the beginning. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I was going to say the third one. Um, really, do you think the first one and the second one kind of go together? But the, the thing, the thing is, because I would listen to. Because here's the thing: I have an iPod Shuffle, so I don't yeah. see what I'm listening to. Okay, right. So 
and this is where I got the when I got the Ruben records. Mm-hmm. I would first thing I do, I platted them on my iPod, so I wouldn't know what the name of the song but is. But you wouldn't shuffle the songs, would you? No, I wouldn't shuffle the songs, yeah. but I wouldn't know what the name of the song is, so I wouldn't know when the album ends and when it so starts. So you go a new from one. like the last track of the first one straight to the first one, and you would think, yeah, like, and oh, I wouldn't cool. know if that was in the first album or the second album. You want to get? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So basically, I never when I started listening to it. I didn't know which when it starts a new one or the old one. Yeah. So in my head, and then the the third one is very distinct. Like you, when you would hear that all three together, you would know a new album is starting right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. I think the third one is probably and and for me is like one of the best produced albums, just in terms that it's. I I don't want to say experimental because experimental, you know. You're thinking when somebody says experimental, you're really thinking of bongo drums. Really, I'm not. I'm not thinking of. Bongo <laughs> I know that's drums. what I mean. Well, yeah. probably, when I, you know, bongo drums in general, and we kind of think of jazz fusion. Way, you know, know what I mean? No, but I think that ex- expanding the, their the arsenal, palette, the palette yeah. of sounds, yeah. I think, is much wider. Look at us. One. Look what? at these terms. Palette. It's awesome. true. No, I completely. I, I think palette of sounds is great. <laughs> no, I think the palette of sounds is completely is is widened in a third record. What's so funny? What are you guys talking about? No, no, no. I was just looking at Phil. And it's so cool because the record is even tonally some kind of a journey. You know what I mean? You go through many different sounds in the album. You know it, what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it does feel like a, a, a... And I think every production change in the record in terms of mixing uh, is done with a purpose to serve the song. Yep. So, so the guitars might change, the drums, there might be an effect, there might be some loops over here. But it's never just to add stuff, and it's never just yeah, to mess around. Yeah, the production was part of the creative process. Yeah, I think so. More, definitely more so than the first and second record. Yeah, the first one was the second one was more of you know packaging the album. The third one was actually that was part of the writing and yeah. what, what made the album his character. And I think that that's what makes it really good. So anyway, we're talking about what other albums. I just feel like I, did, I didn't say as positive much as I, things. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to sound like we we're sound critical. Bunch we sound critical. I don't know because the thing is like. We kind of want to talk about how how good the band well, is because we really like the band. But yeah, I remember thinking we're, we're sounding like a bunch of nerds who just want to care, you know I, criticize. I guess you but have we're to, not you like that. You have to start whereas from the platform was the band is awesome and so and so on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But if if you listen to Ruben and you have some nice words, you know where this is going. Please uh, send them to <sighs> lordfilmaster at gmail No, I'm serious. Like to- totally, like right, you know, like oh, if you, what's if your comment knows to this? Ruben. Yeah, yeah. If you know Ruben, and you're a fan, and you know stuff, and you want to, you have something to say to us, you know, about this. Totally, write it down. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? We we, we want to check it out. But basically, it's cool that Jamie's making music. I'm really excited that he's back doing stuff. I don't know if he's going to keep doing more solo records. No idea. But it's really nice to see, and I think it's a pleasant surprise that he came back to write something. And uh, you know. Best of luck to him, and I think that I hope people go buy his record. Yeah, because we were talking about Ruben, okay? Right. We were talking about Ruben. We were talking about the new album, and I'm not going to lump it with the Ruben right now. No, definitely not. But I would say Ruben is like the pizza of rock music. Yeah. It's a but, pizza. But wait, what's it? Can I just say yeah, go. Yeah. So what were we talking about? You were saying, are there any records we listened to recently? That's a good point, because I wanted to talk about some things. Go ahead, because... I wanted to talk about, maybe you'll know some of these records... Shoot. 2013 was this year. To be honest, not a lot of records. The weird thing is that I don't even know why this is happening, but in recent years, my list of new records has been getting smaller. I have not discovered anything new for a very long time. Me neither. And it's hard. And even when I keep track of bands I listen to, they obviously don't release records that often. And it just seems like when I look at my list of, let's say, for example, uh, of music I have from 2009... 
Yeah. It's so big compared to 2013. Yep. I think uh, when I was in Belfast, uh, my range has broadened like about 80% more to new stuff. And oh, yeah. then I had Spotify and that got a lot of things. And then I moved here and nothing. I've discovered maybe three bands since I, since I moved. So I have actively tried, <laughs> tried yeah. to get new stuff. Um, as far as like, I don't even know, like if I got a new album besides John Mayer this year. Well, which one? The, the John Mayer, the John Mayer, the John. The John. No, John Mayer did uh, Paradise Valley yeah, this, this year. And twenty twelve, he did uh, Born and Raised, which yeah. I think Born and Raised is probably one of his best records. I'd say. I don't know, what do you think? Oh, you like Continuum the most, right? Yep, yep, yep. I think for me, Born and Raised was probably... It was nice because the step it took was in a completely different direction. And it wasn't... I don't. I wouldn't box it up and say it's country because I don't think it was. I think it was something a little different. It was inspired by country. It was inspired by... That's probably a good way to put it. It was inspired by country, but I think that it wasn't enough to make you feel like, oh, turn this off, it's country. I don't want yeah. to the country. No, I mean, it's a good record. It's, it's, it's one of the... the non-ego John Yeah, I mean, that's albums. the thing. I, I hate to talk like bad about somebody, but... Here we go again. We're talking again about people. Why are we keep doing this? I don't know if... We're, if we're, we, we don't... We have no sucks, clue who John Mayer is no. and anything, but there's a certain pattern that we discovered, and it only comes from the album covers, but it's like, like, Continuum... The, well, look, the, I'll show you. It's like this, basically. We have uh, Room for Squares, debut record. Yeah. John Mayer on the cover. Okay. Okay. Heavier Things, John Mayer on the cover. Continu- oh look, continuum. No, John Mayer. It's and like, it oh, feels like that. On the music it's, here. He's focusing on the music, different aspects of different stories. You know, it's getting away from him and more about different things. It's great. And then, bam, and, and then we got battle, battle studies, studies, which was the, again about it, it was him. openly a pop record. I think John Mayer himself said it's a pop record. That's it. Slam his picture on the cover. You know, it's a good. I still listen to it, but it, it. wasn't. You really like you like battle. Studies. I like it. It has a nice sound. But I think it wasn't a pop record in the sense that Continuum was. Continuum was a pop record, I think, in a good sense. Mm, yeah, I guess. I guess in production, it's like a quintessential pop yeah. record. I think like it's a bit more darker than usual John Mayer stuff. Battle Studies, but I like it as a record. But the the concept of it, and it's all it's again, it's sort of retrospective. It's a bit, you know, which one. Uh, battle studies. Oh, battle studies. It's again really? one from his point of view. Yeah, if you listen to the lyrics, it's oh, okay. You know, yeah, it's like, uh, and but, then, but then, born and raised though, again, I think was retrospective, but I think in a way that felt so, pretty honest to me. Yeah, it's, it was a self-critical. And it was nice. It was nice yeah, to yeah. see that because in terms of lyrics, Mayer, I have to say, I'm I'm not the biggest fan. I feel like he has a kind of a set of themes he kind of goes. Yeah, with. it's usually a sort of a uh, like a. He's, in, he's, of, he's usually yeah. in an area. He's going between a couple themes in yeah. an area, and I think in general that's that's where the lyrics tend to lie. Yeah. With Born and Raised, I like it because it was very different and it was personal, but and it was it was just honest. also it was there were a couple of songs that were basically that was like one was a, based on that story, yeah, like a yeah. real life story, and that was cool. It was more it was of like, a narrative, yeah, and it's like oh that's nice, yeah, like a na- narrative, and also like song wise. He was a bit more, you know, out there. He tried a few different singing styles yeah. in it, which was great. And it was like a fresh air. And I was like, because John Mayer is a pretty talented dude, I think. Yeah, yeah. He's a pretty good guitarist and, and stuff like that. I have to say, he's in a really weird position, though, because John Mayer, I think, tends to be lumped with other pop singers. 
and I think that he doesn't. He's pretty popular. He is popular, <laughs> but I'm saying that musically, I think that he doesn't. His music doesn't really belong in that place. Yeah. For me, you know, when I think of John Mayer, I would put him in other categories of great bands I listen yeah. to. You know I, what I'm as saying? far as like, I don't. I wouldn't say he's a you know a uh, because a lot of people innovator to kind of in a way. Yeah. But as far as pop music goes, as far as quality, this dude is like way up there. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's a little, yeah. it's a bit strange to see him in that sector when. I think the music is is beyond, you know, when we're talking about pop music, you yeah, know, in yeah. general. He's not a musician who's going to so make much, a new genre. There's so much genre, terrible you know? music when we're yeah. talking about pop. Then you have John Mayer there, and you're like, well, John Mayer, I wouldn't, you know, he's not pop in that sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, I have to say the production was great on Born and Raised. Yeah. I really like the subtleness of it. They completely toned down the mastering. It was not, it was very dynamic. Yeah. And I, I felt like every beat and every note felt like it had an impact it felt like it actually meant something in the song yeah so what about 2013 what else you got 2013 i don't have a ton of stuff we have mayor's second record of the new era the new country paradise valley i gotta say not a not a big fan a couple of tracks i think wildfire to me it's a bit more background like i'll put it on the background yeah because john's mary got a nice vibe and i like to have it in the background when i'm doing stuff but not as far as like full on listening. It feels more on. like Born and Raised Part Two, but it's again, it's going a little bit on the but end. The, of, once again, this is our personal notion. We are not endorsing anyone to take our perspective. Twenty thirteen. Ooh, twenty thirteen. Dream Theater had a right new. Record. I didn't listen to it. I know, but do you listen to Dream Theater that much or no? <laughs> There's that one album that I listened to. I, I really, I really enjoyed the Dream Theater. I think Dream Theater. Uh, I think their musicianship is completely insanely good. I think their no, they're, virtuosos, yeah. the stuff they come up with in terms of, I keep saying in terms, of, I said in terms of probably 50 times today. And I need to terms stop. are strong with this one. Terms. Uh, the with, with their instrumental tracks and their music in specific is completely, you know, I have no idea how they come up with these things. But their no, main acts, yeah. Uh, well, personally, with Dream Theater, I got that. What is that? What is that? Train of Thought? What train is of that? Thought, yeah. Yeah, I had that album. Record. It was great. I hated the vocals, but the musically, the it was funny amazing. Thing with the vocals, is that I also feel like I'm not a big fan of the vocals, but at the same time, I don't really see how Dream Theater would work necessarily with, other, with another vocalist. You know I, what I mean? To, I, don't, I don't want to sound mean, but I would like that album without any vocals. Yeah. I, to be honest, <laughs> nothing against James Lebrie. Yeah, I think he is a great singer. He he's, looks like a cool dude, but like it's it's like, it's sort of... For me... Personally, the, it's getting in the way. For me, the highlight of Dream Theater is the music. Yeah, goes back. goes back, really. Uh, he's trying to get in. I might go half tag up. We could take a long time to talk about Dream Theater and all these different things. But the 2013 record was the second record with Mike Mangini, the new drummer. It's better. Or no, it's not. It's not that, I'd say it's not that great of a record. Would you recommend me listen? Because here's the thing with Dream mm, Theater. I would say with Dream Theater, listen to Can you get in, Phil? the quote-unquote best records. Okay. Uh, the thing is with Dream Theater, because when I got that album, it was great. I loved it. And then I want to check out other stuff from Dream Theater. So I got from a dude, from a metal dude, like yeah. this whole CD full of Dream Theater. And I checked out early stuff, and it was kind of crap, and I got burned, and I was like, yeah. other stuff sucks, so I never listened to anything else. Really, I think from Dream Theater, there's kind of, they have a different eras. Yeah, but the old and stuff, the 80s go, stuff is like, the 80s stuff, I'm, yeah, because I think they were, it feel like they were finding their sound. What albums I would recommend from Dream Theater, if you want to kind of get into this new okay. era of metal Dream Theater, I would say Train Metal! Of, Metropolis Part 2, I okay. think is an excellent record. 
Again, really good production here. But <laughs> I'm always commenting the production. No, I think it's a very good it's a concept album. And I think that I think this is the quintessential probably Dream Theater record. I okay. think if you're gonna listen to one, maybe Metropolis Part Two. Okay. Uh, train of thought. You listened to that, right? You liked that. Had yeah, a lot yeah. Of instrumental that's, stuff. It was. It, it's very sort of mainstream produced, and it sounds good. The only yeah, thing it's their most. I think yeah. it's the most kind of. I don't know. It's heavy. It's punk heavy. Right? It's, 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 it's more. It's more simple. It's heavy. It's 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 more metal. Octavarium. Middle of the road. It's pretty good. There's some good stuff in there. And I would say then maybe Systematic Chaos and Black Clouds and Silver Linings are their newer records, which again are heavier. They've got more contests. I'm just completely plugging all this music. But it's okay. But the funny thing is, you got a computer. I don't have a computer. I have to talk out of my butt. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to. Uh, we can, we, we're probably going to cut a lot of stuff out because there's. there's we're no, talking it's okay. It's cool. Long about keep it all. Theater. Keep it all. Okay. Dream Theater is fine. We can talk about music. But yeah. Uh, to, <laughs> someone's pouring himself a glass of water. But me, 2013. Well, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what, what you. I don't, I don't listen to all the same stuff that oh, you do. Oh, oh, you know what's oh, 2013? Yes, yes. Numeri. Yeah, there we go. Let's go local. Now we have to plug Numeri, of course. Yes, yes. And we'd say that Our you should check out... good buddies from Bratislava. Yep. If, if you listen to Dream Theater, uh, I don't know if you'll like Numeri. <laughs> I don't know if you will. But even if if you're a metal dude, I think musically it's very interesting. Because I think it's diverse. If it's you get diverse. past the sort of... It, it, the sound, the production is sort of... Hmm, I would say maybe a little bit mainstream pop uh, electro kind of thing. Yeah, what's going on for the they, last they couple of years? Lot, they do more things though. Yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying that might sort of mm, make you feel like all oh, this you is off. hipster I mean, music. If, you're not, if you don't listen to a lot of electronic, but if you listen to it, it's a lot of cool music. And if you're around Bratislava, you have to check these people out live because they are awesome. Oh yeah, I can't talk about this because I have no idea. Because I've been trying to, I've been trying to, to see this band live for two days five ago, years. but you didn't. Because you couldn't have a place to stay in Vienna. Yeah. You suck. Man, I know I've been trying to see this band live for probably like four years or five years since I discovered them. Have not seen I them saw yet. a couple of, you know, bigger bands and they got nothing on these guys. Their sound That's is awesome. great. It's good. It's good. So thumbs up, two thumbs up for, for Numeri. Which is which is spelled by the way, N V M E R I. Yeah, yeah. Check them out. They're on Spotify, Bandcamp, iTunes, wherever. Everything. Bandcamp, I would recommend. Bandcamp is awesome. Oh, they got, yeah, the high, high. So um, maybe next time if I'm on this podcast, if they let, these guys let me, I'll have no, more music. Done. This is because, your last visit. Like a, oh, damn it. No! But uh, <laughs> That's so unconvincing. That no is so unconvincing. <laughs> no! Was that better? Yeah, that sounds like someone stabbed you. <laughs> but no, the thing is, my 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 you know my meatballs of music of yeah. release that I don't miss is like you know Deftones, Mastodon. Yeah, well, Deftones John is Mayer, up there. Uh, zero seven. I don't know this kind of stuff that I listen to, and they haven't released anything this year. Right. Well, I have a lot Mayer. of stuff yeah. that I discovered that's older, but it's like it doesn't matter because you probably heard it. Yeah. Um. What What do you think about the newest Deftones album though, Koino Yokan? I don't know, man. They're Deftones. Oh yeah, you can't. Okay, I forgot about that. You can't. Rate, no. You can't talk about detailed about. Deftones. I, I I like their. You know what was it called? That album with Hole in Earth. Saturday Night Wrist. Yes, it, that's. Uh, I even like that one. Even the self-titled album. That that they're a band that yeah, plays to my soul. I just that's it's fine. Didn't you even tell yourself that you can't even like use the little iTunes rating thing on their songs? No, just no that's completely fine. I, I don't even ever use. It. I don't think. It, I don't know who does use that. The iTunes star rating. Uh, I do know people. I, I, I use it, it once to like like mark a song. That's what I do. Exactly the same thing. Uh, also, uh, when we're talking about music, yeah. we'll talk about Spotify for. Okay, well, and then we can be maybe done. I don't know. No, do you have, I, any, I, other, do you have of, any other music? Yeah, yeah, I have more music. I just okay, wanted go. to talk about 
2011. 2011. I think We're there's going a, to 2011? Yes, yeah, we'll skip 2012 for now because I want to talk about this album. Okay, talk about this Jack album. Conti, VS4. I didn't Jack Conti, you know that Jack Conti, right? <laughs> I know him. I saw his YouTube videos. I know his YouTube songs. Yeah, well, you I know, don't know of course. You, I think you probably found out about Pomplamoose first, and you linked yeah, me to them. Yeah, that what their old covers, what they used to have. You know, like, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Them and the the other oh, band. Yeah, the, they're now. I called, keep thinking they're French, but they're not. They're not French. They're, they're, I don't know their names, but they're now called Knowing. I'm gonna. Can you check music that for duo, me? Music duo. Yeah, right? they're called the Knowing. Try that. What was it? <laughs> the knower. The nowhere? Like like the person who knows. No, no, I'm sorry. What? Okay, I'm going to be right back. Why? I got to know the name. Hey, I'm here now. Oh, hey, Phil. How's it going? <laughs> Good. What have you been up to? Weren't you taking a little nap I'm there? sleeping. I don't, I don't eating... Oh, um, are there any of those? Mandarins. Oh, mandarins. They don't. It's, it's nowhere. Look. They're good. Sorry, I was just bad at Googling. Dude, you're terrible. Get away. Sorry. It's mine. Yeah, so basically, the knower. you like the knower. Unfortunately, I didn't listen to a lot of their stuff. It's it's. But it sounds cool. cool. It sounds cool. It sounds creative. Uh, yeah, so Jack County VS4. Ha- Jack County, half of Pomplamoose. I think Pomplamoose in general, I think, are very creative. And I like that they're trying new things. And I like that they interact with their fans a lot. And I think on YouTube, especially, they kind of started this whole... Video song. You know what I'm talking about, right? They got a famous. By the video song. They're pretty much the most, you know, uh, what's it called? Sort of contemporary, the, the new kind of musician. Yeah, I agree. Who's yeah. very tight with the community. Yeah. And I think that's so awesome because... One second. Give it a fart? Yeah, because I I started thinking I was you know you had that moment where you think about yourself talking and you yeah, realize you have nothing to talk about. You know, to be honest, I don't know if I can talk anymore. I feel like we I, need to, we need to close up. No, somehow. the problem is I wanted to say stuff and I had say stuff so. in my head. Well, I I I do, do but it's now. hard to describe. It's yeah, hard to describe. No, you got to do it. You, if you have stuff to say, no wait, not yet. I have to. Windows what? open. Oh, and hear like cars outside. Okay. Get up on that thing. Get up. Yeah, so, so we so ate did you hear, did ribs, chicken. No, I ordered Beef. I ordered ribs and I thought, okay, cool, half rack, right? Here comes a full rack. Dun, 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 dun. Well, wait, is that with French full fries? Rack? Yeah, full They're rack. Both sides. Both sides. Yeah. Okay. It was delicious. It was very good. Excellent. Those are excellent ribs. I didn't have. And it came with two sauces. It came with the chili sauce and it came with the more creamy sauce. And a turkey salata. Really? Yeah, it's no, cold. Not for, oh, you mean with the little peppers? Yeah, little, little little pickled stuff. Okay, I'm gonna close the window. Yes. Eh. I would I would recommend Pomplamoose if if you like music if you like music go listen to Pomplamoose and Jack really Conti, accessible you can just go to YouTube and check them out yeah and just okay Jack Conti VS4 I bought this album because it's a really good record and I really like that it kind of captures the sound of as a whole I think it feels no 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 that's not right that's not right <laughs> go uh, again go again Start over. I can't do it, guys. I really can't. I can't. I don't know we what to say. We can't end on a note like this because because it's a great album. But I don't. I, I have things in my head that are floating around, but they don't have words. Give me give me they five words. words. How about that? Ex- give me five words to explain this album. Just five words. But I've used them all for other records we talked about today. <laughs> uh, go check it out, Jack Conte. 
<laughs> I don't think that's how you pronounce his name. Let's wrap this up because we're losing our minds. Okay. We talked about music Go for a listen while. Go to, listen to The Hunter by Mastodon. That's cool. That's cool. Listen wasn't to that, all Wasn't Mastodon. that recorded in Sound City? Yes, it was. The last Analog. one of the last records, yeah. That's pretty interesting. Go, go listen like to all Mastodon if you like heavy music because it's interesting and it's cool. Well, but if you listen like the first record, all it is is... <laughs> it's a different aspect of Mastodon, but... <laughs> what a wonderful onomatopoeia. Yeah, no, I'm but, uh No, Mastodon is cool. I like what they're doing, though. We, we dig Lamb of God, but their recent album mm. endeavors were mm. not so strong. I think, you know... I, don't know. I hate to say, I don't want to be the guy and say they're losing it, but it feels like... Maybe I'm just losing interest. I don't know. <laughs> You're losing your mind. But no. Uh, but again, I Sacrament think was them- a good step forward and they kind of got scared and moved back. That's how I see it. And it's, mm, maybe, it's not yeah. going somewhere. It's not, they're not. Well, when you have conflicts, you know. Fighting on a bus. No, that was a long time ago. We shall not go into that. Anyway. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. See. What else? I don't, uh, I, I would have to look at my computer, but. I'll tell you stuff. Wasting Phil's light. Like, wasting light. Um. Production what did kind I do? Of, nothing. nothing. I, no, I wanted to cheat and look at stuff. I have. I'll albums. tell you stuff. Wasting light. I Foo Fighters. It feels like I don't know. There's a lot to say though because wasting light is a cool idea, but I feel like maybe it engulfed itself way too much. It kind of drowned itself a little bit in its idea, in its ambition, maybe. But do you think? Okay, because it's not a bad record. I don't do think you it's think a bad record. It sounds crap. No, I wouldn't say it's, the high end is quite oh, quite hard. I don't like the sound of it. You don't? No. Sound but city sounds, and all the whole great new the analog magic magic and it doesn't sound so great to me. I don't know. I don't think it sounds bad. I wouldn't say it sounds bad. Not bad, but no. But that's that's what I'm saying. I feel like the whole approach of the album it was crushed under the weight of its ambitions to make this analog heavy record. I remember Dave Grohl was like, "This is the heaviest record yet," and I was, and like, I was, I was expecting like you know, weenie beanie riffs. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. And it, was, like, it was white limo. That was it. Yeah, White Limo was pretty much the only heavy heavy yeah. song in terms of yeah. going in a different... I can't think of any good albums right now. I, I've been listening... What have I been listening to? New Daft Punk like, record is good. Oh, yeah. I like that. I, I listened I to it. I listened to it maybe once and I forgot a lot of it. A lot of it. Uh, I've been checking out some pop stuff recently. Oh, really? Now, the problem is I don't know the names of these stupid bands. Yeah, I've been, I know, I've yeah. been listening to this chick... Uh, I'm sorry you have no computer to cheat. Yeah, I know. Okay, so th- I've checked out a couple of pop stuff that has been released. I checked out, you know that song? Tell me, like, the ultra mainstream. The chick from New Zealand, she's called Lordy, and she has this song called oh, yeah. Royal. Oh, yeah, I know Royals, that one. I don't we'll know. We'll never be royals. Yeah. Anyway, check out the album. I hear these songs, like, in the yeah. gym and, like, in the stores, and yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. know the names, and I go, I've heard that song I before. I checked out album, not bad, for a 17-year-old. Okay. And it's a bit different, but it it was nice. It wasn't something great. Um, what else did I check out? I checked out. I don't know what the name of her name is. She has a song called uh, "Summertime Sadness." I'm afraid I can't help you. Oh man, I should have I should have wrote what these about, down. What about what, what about what about the song? We're gonna oh, let it burn, 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 burn. Ellie You like that? I didn't listen to the album, so I don't know. The song is like, so what you know, are you, whatever. what is drawing you to kind of listen to the pop stuff? The do you feel like you want to get to know what it's all about? No, there's a thing. Not what it's every, about, but in a sense, like, why are people listening to it? No, there's a thing, like, at every kind of the end of the year, I check out what was the pop songs of that year and oh, okay. see where it's going, just out of interest because I like music and mm-hmm. I don't really have a particular interest in pop music. So I just want to check out what's going on, where the trend's going, and what, you know, what's the situation. Yeah. But at this point, like I said, you know, I have not been. 
expanding my horizons on music. So I'm taking new albums from anywhere because I have the entire new 2013 maybe had two new albums. Yeah, which sucks. I've been know, listening to old weird. crap over and over again. So I just went anywhere. Like, you know, okay, I like this a little bit. I'm getting the album and I'm going to check it out. Yeah. So that's why. But um, uh, I don't know. I, um, I mean, in terms of we're still talking about more bands or you still want to talk about the pop thing? I don't know. I, well, I just want to say the last <laughs> band I would recommend in recent years I've gotten into is Cloud Kicker. I think what's really cool about Cloud Kicker is that... You he, and your cloud... No, I'm just joking. Go ahead. Do you, do you not like Cloud Kicker? No, I did. It's cool. I like it. It's fine. I mean, it's fine. No, no it's, it's, cool. I'm just joking because it really inspired, uh, sort of what, what? influenced your <laughs> guitar playing for the last couple of years, though. Yeah, I know. I think it's cool, though, because I like the Cloud Kicker. He's basically, and I'm not trying to say what a magical man doing these magical things, but I think that it's cool to see somebody doing music by themselves. And I think that doesn't make it less of music because he's doing the music by himself and not playing all the instruments. The drums are sampled, you know what I mean? And he writes the drums in and he does the yeah. guitars and he does everything from home. And I think that's cool. And I think there's no reason not to make music like that. And if you don't, if you want to do it like that, sweet. It's not less of music if you don't have a band, you yeah. know what I mean? And I like that idea. Okay, so uh, we've been talking for but probably about what? Well, yeah, if you have like poop. I think we should wrap it up because we've been talking we should for wrap it up. about everything. And I just want to say at the ending, I was mentioning Spotify because Spotify now is available in Slovakia again, where Which I is live. Where you live. Yay! Yeah. Because I used to live in the UK and I used to use it a lot and it was awesome. And one thing, like I said, I don't know a lot of new bands and stuff like that. So send recommendations to Tim at LordFilman. No. At gmail.com. No, because Spotify has a social feature. So if you look me up, you can connect, like find people from Facebook there. So I don't know if you can find me or something like that. But if you know how, it's like Timo Majerski. And if you find me and you can send me songs. So if you got something interesting, send it to me. Like, I'll check it Send out. Send those songs. Send me songs. Send me new bands. What? Maybe. Maybe. That's cool. I think we're almost done. I feel like I didn't really... It's one of those things where... We talked about everything I have a problem. Really. Exactly. I have this problem where... You know the thing where you think a lot about it stuff, and then when you when you have when your mouth is in front of a microphone, <laughs> well, this is what we're end doing. Up, it. And, and it's, dude, the worst thing is that you say stuff, and they end up being stuff you don't necessarily want to say. Exactly. Yeah, you problem. have a specific thought, but it doesn't come out correctly, exactly. and then you're just and you feel like I, wait a second, you're talking. Well, crap not only about that, someone. but then you, then you feel like I didn't. I was that wasn't my aim of this. Did the ideas are just not coming out in the proper way. But you know, maybe it's our fault because we didn't practice. Maybe in about five years, and but it's, no, it's probably our fault because we don't we don't talk about this all the time. No, I mean, uh, and we don't uh, even our conversation is pretty much goes as take the flag, kill that guy. Uh, no, why you do this, Philip? <laughs> the warthog is going away. <laughs> He's joking. He's joking. Uh, so yeah, let's so wrap this maybe, up. Do you have any blame, really ending blame. words? I've got my you know semi Spotify stuff because I want to have new bands. Yeah, yeah. My ending, my ending words is that um, I appreciate everyone who makes music. Keep making music. Get inspired. Go make more music. Wow. Music is awesome. What a generic. What a generic. Uh, you sound like one of those dudes who like works a dead end no, job. So, and no, he's like, it, music it, is my life. It sounds like I just discovered music yesterday. Guys, have you heard of Slipknot? Guys, they're so good. Have you heard music where like tones come out of speakers? Oh, they're so heavy. No, uh, I think I should talk more. I'll talk more every day. I'll talk. Let's 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 like like. What's the ending of this? Um, what's that's that? my new instrument.